Hello and welcome to Two Guys, One Sidewalk. I'm Shane with special guest host, C.B. Burkhart. C.B., welcome to the show. Thank you for filling in for Keith today, man. I appreciate you having me. Keith, uh, trying to uphold a level of status here. Came in with my nice shirt. I thought maybe Keith sent you that shirt. You know, last minute he he sent you that. Keith's uh, out of town. He's in L.A. I believe he was a Swifty, Taylor Swift concert. He took his daughters to this weekend. I'm not sure he went to the... uh, to the concert he sent me a picture where he was wearing his two guys one sidewalk shirt on rodeo the rodeo boulevard rodeo rodeo, rodeo. there we go see yeah been there. never been there you've been I, there yeah i did yeah. yeah i was looking for a Beverly is that when you went out there to watch the game out in los angeles yeah ucla got us man they, but you know i was able to see a couple of uh, i was able to see a couple of those guys that are now going to be maybe on my fantasy team coming up Nice. You know, the running back, and I think uh, the uh, quarterback uh, did pretty good for the uh, – uh, there was that, that game this weekend, this past weekend, Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game yeah. where the lights went out in the middle of the uh, – No showers, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're excited. You know, we talked in the last uh, – I think this is episode 23. We talked in episode 21 and 22 about football season coming upon us and uh, how we like to celebrate some local high school football, college, and talk a little NFL as well. But – CB, you bring, you, you're bringing the heat today, man. Introduce our special guest to us. I'm bringing the heat uh, when Shane asked that I could ask if I could fill in for uh, Mr. Sutton. I was like, definitely. Uh, let me let me get a shirt and uh, make sure that we represent Keith Sutton properly. But uh, I told him, you know, let's not do politics, um, current events, all that kind of good stuff like that. I know you, last couple of weeks you've been kind of – you know, peeking on it on a different level. Getting a little fired like up that. about so the politics. I was like, you know what? Let me reach out to not only to a, a local legend, but uh, closer to my heart, um, Tony Moss, Bozier High School, LSU, and we'll get into all that here in a little while. But uh, this is family uh, to me. It's my parents' uh, godson. I remember uh, a lot of stories here that we can share, from babysitting to trips to watching them. Uh, and we'll get into that right here. So, uh, Mr. Tony Moss from uh, from Bozier High School, Bozier City, Louisiana, the original, the original number six. That's right. Oh, thank you, thank you. We're glad to have you, man. Thank you very much. It, it means a lot to have you on the show, and and uh, you know, obviously uh, for for CB and myself, I remember as a kid watching you, you know, uh, play football and basketball. I don't think I ever got to watch you play baseball. I wasn't I wasn't a big baseball fan, but. I know you, you you were all city in all three of those sports, yeah. uh, and I remember watching you play basketball and, and, and watching you on the football field. So I'm excited to have you here today, man, and we're just going to talk a little bit, a little bit about growing up in Bossier City, about being down in Baton Rouge and, and kind of what you've done your your life after that. Uh, there's one segment of this podcast that we try to do at every episode, but we don't make it where we have special guests for everyone, but it's called the Real Cool Story segment. And I think this is a, a real cool story to hear about you and, and hear about your life. And you still live here in Bossier City. So, uh, man, I'm going to I'm gonna let CB kind of ask you the questions. And I might chime in, but I'm, I'm just looking forward to listening and, and hearing some of these stories. Putting the, rookie up, uh, putting the rookie up really quick and everything like that. Um, so, again, uh, Tony, a, a lot has changed now versus back then. I mean, Shane mentioned it. You played three sports. You excelled in three sports. You know, just tell us a little bit about about that. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'll, always uh, growing up, you know, I always played, you know, football in football season, basketball, basketball season. Uh, 
baseball and baseball season. And I grew up probably since probably age six, seven, you know, all the way up to the 18 that, uh, you know, I just, every season, whatever sport it is that year, that time, you know, I got into it. But football was always my first love. I mean, it was something that I can always just pick up and go outside and, you know, it came kind of natural to me. But basketball, since it was an indoor sport, you know, I could play all year and it kept me in shape and, you know, and I enjoyed that. But then come fall, I mean, springtime, baseball, and I'm like, well, I get that urge and then, you know, you know, I just want to pick up a bat and ball. So it was something that, you know, as a kid and my parents always put me in these organizations, uh, being in the military, it was called AYA. Uh, it was just the youth program that we played, you know, um, from there, you know, continue our way to high school. So uh, this is just something that, you know, as an athlete, I just didn't call myself a football player, but just an athlete because I seemed like I can just pick up things really quick and, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about – you. You, you talked about Bozier High School. Talk to about some of your coaches or your experience and your time there. Uh, Bozier, uh, I mean, when I first got here in 80, spring of 81, going in my eighth grade year at uh, Green Acres. And uh, I know we were waiting on housing because my father military, and we moved on base that, I think, that summer. So that allowed me to go to Bozier High. And during that summer, that's when they were start, starting uh, fall camp. And uh, me and my father, I was a true freshman, at, you know, well, a freshman. And we went there and talked to Coach Tinsley uh, about trying out for the varsity football team. And, you know, s seldom, you know, that happens. Right. But, you know, he gave me the opportunity to go out there and show what I can do and I guess I was impressive because he, you know, ended up uh, making the varsity, had plenty of plenty of time shared, you know, being the number one tailback, you know, during the season. And then from there on, just had a great, successful high school career, not wins and losses, because I can always say, tell people that in high school, I probably only won. I think I went zero and ten my freshman year, one and nine, two and eight, and four and six. Wow! Then my four years in high school, but I, I had zero and ten season yeah, as well too. I, I mean, it's it's devastating because I just come back from being overseas and in middle school. I mean, I my middle school team in um, Germany we had three guys that made all the way to the NFL, so we were very impressive. We never lost. In them two years over in uh, in Germany, uh, one year they had put them in the rules. You're up by 50 by halftime. The game was over. And I'm pretty sure we played half our season like that. Uh, I mean, we was beating teams, slaughtering them, 80-something to nothing. I think the highest was 96. Wow. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, just coming back, coming from, you know, playing overseas and, you know, being undefeated for two years and then my freshman year, boom, oh and ten. That it was kind of heart heartfelt there. I mean, it kind now, of hurt was, me. But. Was there a major difference between playing football overseas versus coming well, to the states? 
it wasn't no major difference because the guys that I had in high in middle school, they were like college guys. They all we had an offensive coordinator, we had a defensive coordinator, DB. We had a we ran the Alabama uh, wishbone back then. Uh, we were very impressive, and uh, like I said, and we had all the kids that were all separated. You know, we all worked on our individual stuff. So when I came to high school, the size was different. Bolger High, my freshman year, we were big. I mean, they, they were big kids to compare to, you know, what I've been used to. And I was like, man. But uh, we just. Bozier was 4A back then? Yeah, we right? were 4A. Mm-hmm. We stayed 4A through my whole four years of high school before, I guess, uh, they started putting in the 5A division in. They wasn't in uh I don't even know what year they started that. I don't know. I know in yeah, yeah, 95 yeah. when I graduated, Bozier was still yeah. – we played them for district, I think. They were still 4A, I believe. Yeah. Maybe 3. They might have dropped 3 back then. Have they had the 5A already started? Yes. Because yeah. Airline, Shreve, okay. Southwood, they were they were all 5A. Um, all right. It was us, Houghton, Airline. You know, Bozier might have dropped to 3 yeah. by the time I graduated. I mean, after a while, I know in the nineties they, you know, the they they were up and down, uh, but pretty much after I left Bolger, they went on to start winning <laughs> uh, for I don't know ten twenty years. I mean, with Coach uh, Billy Don, they they were pretty successful. So, right. Yeah, I was happy to see that. Well, then who coached you in basketball while you were there? Oh, coach. Uh, well, my freshman year, uh, my first two years, I think, uh, that was Mike McConaughey. Yeah. I learned a lot. Uh, I mean, I remember, you know, him. I, mean, I don't know if that was his first coaching gig, but I mean, we, we, we were staffed to practice just playing one on one. And, you know, in high school and college, you know, he was all American at tech. And he had game, and he still had game. Uh, we'll just sit at the top of the key and this four three point line, and we'll go to ten. And I'm, man, he 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 busted all day long. But we had some good games. I at least got at least one, you know. But it was hard. He he was still young and active, and and had that game. He he can he can really play. But yeah, Coach McConaughey's been a, a you know a really good friend. Uh, you know, been known him since, like I said, high school. Been following him through all his coaches, uh, uh, ranks from BC to Northwestern. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the good thing about since your football days were were short numbered for the playoffs, you were able to transition into basketball a little bit faster because, uh, you know, if, they, if you carried on into the Superdome and everything like that, you know, you get a late start to basketball season and everything like that. Correct. So I'm it took me about a month or so. That month of December, you know, kind of rough. But, you know, once I get my game going, going working out on Barksdale uh, Air Force Base every day and, uh, you know, getting my game back. Yeah, I don't remember what age I would have been, but I remember pulling up and, you know, I don't know what was established and built at Bozier High School now compared to back when he was in school. But I remember going there with my parents and just seeing the, the lights and hearing the drum and the, right. the drum uh, line and the and the bands and everything like that going. And we're walking up. And yeah. I mean, this guy right here was just all over the place. So you said in Germany, y'all were Oklahoma wishbone. And then at 
Bozier was that similar? I know it was no. more considered to be the Veer. Yeah, Veer. We ran the I, Veer, straight Veer. I think my freshman year, I was a running back. And then after that, my uh, sophomore and junior year, I went to being a quarterback, ran the Veer. And then when uh, Coach Casilio, that was at Parkway, when I first started high school, became my uh, became my high school coach uh, my senior year, and he put me straight eye, and you know just gave me the ball, and I probably had my best year there, ran by almost fifteen hundred. And that was your junior year. My senior. Your year. senior year. My senior okay. Year, yeah. My junior year, I was still running a uh, quarterback, and then uh, you know running and throwing at that time. Is that when you started hearing from the colleges? Yeah, I saw uh, going in my junior year uh, that spring, that spring of my junior year. I think my first letter, I believe, was from Arkansas, and then we started. You know, they just start trickling in here and there, and then me and my father uh, started going down to when LSU started recruiting me. We started going down go see some of the games. I think our first game was a Notre Dame. Oh, wow. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And me and him. And then I took uh, one of my high school best friends, Jeff McClain. We all went down there and, uh, you know, got a chance to sit on the sidelines. And, you know, just impressive just seeing being back there, even though uh, back in the 80s, you know, it wasn't a 100,000-seat stadium. There, it was still loud. But it was still loud. It was Probably 85, 80, 86,000 deep. And uh, it was still. Impressive. You drove a different route to 49, wasn't even oh. developed back then. <laughs> oh, I remember right, I'd go to one game a year, you know, with his parents yeah. and we'd stop at Lee's um, and sign the book. And it was just decked out in purple and gold, you know, going those sure. back roads. And what is that, LeCompte? That uh, LeCompte, mm -hmm. oh, Highway 1, Highway 71. Oh, yeah. You learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when 49, <laughs> the funny score is, uh, I think it was in 88, Went being Wendell. He was home from after the season. I think it was the spring of 88. We was driving back from Baton Rouge home, and we didn't even know 49 would exist because we never even made it that far, you know, all the way to uh, Opelousa. And then I think we saw, we saw a sign, and we said, let's try it. So we just took off, and uh, I, the funny part was, we supposed to pick his sister up, and she was going to school at Northwestern. On um, Forty Nine, didn't have no signs at all. <laughs> so Highway Six, we we went right through that and realized, hold up, I think we missed it. So we had to turn back around, went back Highway One, and then find out where we was. It was that's funny. Was, was so no crazy. cell phones, no cell phones, no GPS, no ways, nothing. No, none of that. And and we made it. Oh, yeah. And we made it. Oh, that was four and a half, four and a half trip every day. Sure. Every, every time you go down there. So speaking of Wendell, some news oh. here lately, right? Oh, yeah. We just was, inducted? Uh, yeah, just inducted to the uh, Louisiana State uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, we, was, we was down there. Awesome. Yeah, me and, uh, me and the wife were invited. Uh, great family. We still stay in touch. Uh, he still lives up there in the Chicago area and um, a couple of years ago, me and the wife, we took a road trip up to see some family in Indianapolis. And then we made a big swing through Chicago, spent some time with them. But did yeah. you go to Wisconsin? No, we didn't mm. go way up there. It's close. If you would have gone to Wisconsin, I would have had you pick me up. So I spotted <laughs> Kyle 
Oh, Best beer went up to see LSU when, uh, you know, another number six, uh, Brandon, Brandon Harris, Harris was so playing yeah. up there. We went to uh, Lambeau. The and Wisconsin we, game. Huh? And we went to the well, and unfortunately lost. Oh, yeah. So I hit, uh, oh, yeah. I hit Wrigley and Lambeau back to back, uh, visits, but uh, they have a beer up there in Wisconsin called Spotted Cow. It's, it's made by Nuclears. Top yeah. three beer of all time right there. Oh, so. yeah. Okay. Well, I ain't much of a drinker. I'm just a little salsa drinker. So, <laughs> name brands, I'll be like, huh? Give me an ultra and I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, a lot of the friends and friendship that I built in college, uh, we still friends. I mean, there's still three, four guys that we still get keep, keep uh, in the loop. We get together, we go down, play golf. Uh, and just have a good time. Uh, we had one of my best friends, Mike Mays. He lives down in uh, Laplace and works in New Orleans. But, man, we're on the phone every time, you know, once a week. Was he your roommate one year? He was my roommate. Played uh, DB from DeRitter. Uh, actually, he got drafted to the Saints in uh, 89, the year before I did. Well, Play. the Saints drafted an LSU player? Yeah, and, wow. And that was seldom. Because yeah. even after that, you know, there's – no, they don't. They don't do that too much. No. He only. He didn't last too long. He got hurt, but he ended up playing about three seasons. Uh, New York Jets and uh, Minnesota Vikings. But me and him, we we were we we pretty much talked probably once a week. Tell us more about that. We'll talk about your roommates and you know some of the guys you still keep in contact with. But tell me about that because you know NIL and everything that goes on now. I mean, just tell me about the, the recruiting process. Well, back in the 80s, it was totally different than what it is now. Uh, you know, when, especially with LSU, that first time I flew in a private plane by myself. They came down, they flew, they picked me up here, and I flew down there, spent the weekend. Uh, coach Armsbarger was the head coach then. Um, Marty Schartenheimer was my recruiter. His his brother – I. I might have got the name wrong. Marty might have been the head coach at Cheese, but his brother was my recruiter. He was our D, uh, linebacker coach at LSU at the time. But I was recorded, recruited as a running back. And at the time, they had Dalton Hillier, uh, Gary James. They had, a, you know, them two right there, two All-American freshman duo, you know, uh, in our meeting room. So that whole freshman year, I was in a – as a running back meeting room. And, you know, I kind of felt out of place because I was only like 166 when I got to LSU. <laughs> Soaking wet. Soaking wet. I mean, I was literally, when I left high school, I never even gained weight to probably my, starting my sophomore year, my year, freshman year, I started putting in a little weight. And that was my playing weight at LSU was 174. So what you're telling me is uh, your mom didn't cook you enough Ponset. Well, I ate enough. Just burnt it off. We played three sports. Never even stayed in the house. So I just burned it off. Uh, I was outside, you know, back in the day. You know, you didn't, you didn't have too many video games. Do you remember the other guys that were being recruited on a local level or, or uh, state level or national level that were down there at the uh, business at the with time, you? Uh, well, locally, uh, two guys that came out of uh, Shreveport, Bozier, Kenny Davison was my freshman uh, roommate. He played at Huntington. Um, 
guys there had a couple guys over at Neville that, you know, back in when I was in high school, between Rustin and Neville, that was the two hot best schools in football, pretty much in 4A. One one district, you know, the runner up ended up winning state. It was kind of crazy for them uh, three years, but, uh, you know, Jake, uh, not Jake Oliver, uh, Lawrence Oliver Lawrence, you know, he was all American linebacker. He ended up playing at LSU. Uh, they had a, their quarterback. We I had got really good friends, but he ended up signing at Tulane. Kind of my options when I got recruited was Northwestern. Pretty much, I went to Northwestern. I went to I didn't go to Tech, but I went to Northeast, which is ULL. Um, had some couple other out of staters in Mississippi, but and in Tulane, they were Tulane, Northwestern were really my three and LSU were really my three that was, you know, heavily involved in yeah. trying to recruit me at the time. Uh, even after I committed to LSU, Northwestern was still at my high school every, every week. Sure. You know, they had a guy. Never give up. Yeah. They never gave up. So, you know, the opportunity to go to LSU and just being in that lime life was, you know, a lifetime. I mean, it was something that I, I felt that, you know, personally, I, I think I could take that challenge and be successful. And, you know, and that's what happened. Uh, you know, I just, when I went down there, being my size, I think I was only I'm 5'8", 166 at the time. You know, being red-shirted and then the next year come in, we end up LSU recruiting almost three to four All-Americans. And then the best running back in the country. Har- came, Harvey, Harvey Williams. Yeah, Harvey Har- Williams. Yeah. And. They come to me that spring and asking me, you know, well, not really asking me, but, you know, do you want to be able to touch this field? You know, you're going to have to. So you came in with Gary James, who eventually went to, I believe, Detroit. Detroit. Lions. Dalton Hilliard, again, went to the Saints, right? And then you're in that room as well. Yeah. And then they go and they recruit Harvey Williams, a couple of other guys. Uh, Alvin Lee. Eddie Fuller. Eddie Fuller, yeah. Eddie Fuller okay. in that class. Um, and a couple other cats that, uh, you know, really didn't right. make it, but they were so they, pretty high. So you start not necessarily seeing the writing on the wall because you're never going to not take that opportunity and challenge, right? You've Correct. got that in you. Correct. So then you decide that they come to you and say, hey, we, we might be able to use you as a wide receiver or flanker. They call it a flanker. You know, flanker. I've, got the, I've got your card yeah. still sitting up there. In fact, uh, there's also a ticket against Ole Miss. Oh, okay. I believe it's 1988. Oh, so okay. I was showing that to Chase oh, at the okay. office the other day. It sits in my office. I had to send you, give you that picture there of uh, I got about some action shots, some really nice action okay. shots. Yeah. That, that game against Ole Miss, because you'll see the guys at Ole Miss. Sure. Uh-huh. So they called you a flanker back then, so they asked you, so – no transfer portal back then. Oh, you're going right? to sit out. Yeah. You're going to sit out a year, whether you in what. conference, out of conference, or whatever. Um, so you decide, you know what? Let me let me move to the to the wideout position or the flanker position. Yeah, and basically, it was a whole brand new position. I mean, all my years playing uh, youth ball, been a running back, quarterback, somewhere I'm handling the ball. To being a receiver, running routes, reading, trying to catch it on the fly, uh, it was it was difficult. It took me some time uh, and some hard work. And then 
that's when I developed that relationship with Wendell. Because Wendell come out of Fair Park as a true receiver, split in, and he was already there a year before I did. So he, he knew the ropes. So, you know, just picking his mind and, you know, we developing a good friendship, driving back and forth from home. And then, uh, you know, just our grind and workouts at, at, at practice. Uh, at now, when was Tommy, Tommy Hodson? When was he there? He's the same year. Me, Tommy, uh, we all come in in 85. We was all red shirted. So the funny thing about that, in high school, you know how they have these five stars, four stars, three star guy. Back then, they didn't, they were blue chippers. So you was a blue chip. You know, that's what you was, you know, one of the elite. So uh, time picking you and out of New Orleans did a blue chip of Louisiana. And out of that 12, they did the dirty 12, uh, dirty dozen, I guess. Uh, I think out of that 12, I think LSU had almost eight or 10, somewhere in there. So me and Tommy was on that list. Uh, Kenny Davidson, uh, Clint James, I remember. I have it in my scrapbook. I have a pretty impressive scrapbook from high school I, that uh, one of my – Who's who of various had, sports, yeah. local sports. And, uh, you know, I was on that list. So, you know, we all – we had quite a few of us went down to LSU and, and, and performed. So, them four years uh, at LSU were with Tommy Hodson because he was redshirted his first year and then, you know, end up, you know – Playing four years down there too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, and that 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 move from running back to to flanker served you pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty eight All SEC, first team All SEC, coach SEC coaches All SEC, and in nineteen eighty eight honorable mention All American. Yeah, okay. And yeah. then the nineteen eighty nine All SEC first team All SEC. So I think that was a pretty. Oh, yeah. Pretty it good was a move. Wise move. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it actually helped me follow my career. Uh, not the fact that I, you know, I couldn't be a running back. I, I truly think I could if 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 I could have gained the weight. Now, the main thing about gaining weight is I wasn't really a weightlifter, and then realized that till probably once I got to college how important. I, in high school, I did only lift during that two, three weeks before football season, you know. Uh, but besides that, I was playing baseball all summer or, you know, going into basketball, doing that. Uh, but weightlifting, you know, when they say the strong survive, it's truly – once you get higher in each level of sports and competition and professional wise, it is the weight room. That makes the difference. Weight room and then, you know, your heart, sure. you know, your will to, you know, succeed and be the best. So, and compete. And compete. You're right. That That's the big thing. And so, but you have all that, you know, size really doesn't matter to me. I mean, it, it, it helps, but it, it doesn't matter because you, you, you'll see guys that make it from short to super tall. So, that's why I tell – you know, even my grandson over at Calvary, you know, I mean, right now he's, what, 5'8", 5'7", 175. And, you know, he has that he has that heart. He has that grind, which I really like, you know. 
and he has a mindset of, you know, trying to be the best that he can be. And, you know, it's a joy going out there and watching. Watch him. And he's a junior? He's a junior at Calvary right now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, CB, we have to make a game. We'll have to definitely. Play. I see him all over uh, the former Twitter. You know the X now. That's, you know that's the uh, platform that I'm on. Okay. But uh, I see you know things being shared from okay. the uh, recruiters and everything like that, awesome. as well as you know with little Anthony yeah. uh, sharing the videos of him and everything like that. And oh, definitely, it's a different fi- game now. Oh I mean, yeah. Back when I was like, it, it was all newspapers and sports writers and word of mouth. Now it's your parents that got to just throw everything out there and hope something stick. And, and, and it's a repeatable deal. I mean, it's funny that the schools nowadays don't even go out and recruit. I mean, you got to go out there and sell yourself to them. To their, all the camps and yeah, stuff that they have. I mean, it, I, I mean, I think it's just a big ripoff because, I mean, there's kids that, you know, just because they want to go to LSU, they got to pay this this amount just to be out there on the field. And the coaches, really, it's just a stopwatch, couple cones out there, that's, and that's all they want to see. Mm-hmm. They're not teaching them nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to have it before you go. Sure. You know? And then, you know, determine if, that's, if you fit their eye or uh, fit what they, you know, their program, then, you know, okay, we'll go ahead and try to offer you, offer you this and offer you that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is a different world, but I mean, it's just something that you, you know, if you, you had a child out there that, you know, wants to proceed into that next level, you know, you got to do everything you can for them. And and that's one thing, my oldest son, Anthony and his, uh, Julius's dad, they, they really work together. Um, and, uh, you know, got a system going. So I'm pretty proud of that, you know. Definitely. Takes a village, man. Most definitely. Takes Most a village. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to think that, you know, my parents were a part of that village. Oh, know, they were. You. Oh, I, I really – one thing about uh, high school was looking in the stands and uh, seeing your mom and my mom, you know, something that uh, I really always remember, uh, you know, in high school. When I'm warming up, just to look, and you know, I see my two little Filipino. <laughs> oh yeah, I can remember this too. I mean, it just kind of flipping around. When Tony was at LSU, you know, I played travel soccer, and I think we were playing in Baton Rouge, oh, yeah. not at the new complex where, like, most people that are watching, but kids and everything like that. But we used to play like off of uh, Sherwood Forest, sure, like on the other side of town. And I remember, you know, hey, Tony may come to the game. And he came to an early morning Saturday game. And then, like, you know, all the parents on the team, everybody's like, that's Tony Moss. It's LSU <laughs> wide receiver right there. At the time, they're showing up to my game and everything like that. So family. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, family, family, you know. I always like support. Sure, yeah. I think he came to a couple of my uh, Elm Grove yeah. games, too, as well. Uh, just okay. kind of supporting everything. I mean, you and your sister, Rachel. I mean, her, her recitals. and about- uh, I mean, it- we was all family. I mean, that community really helped uh, growing up. Well, and probably especially being, you know, that you moved here in eighth grade, having, you know, another family and, 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 and people there to support as well. Yeah. Well, you know, my mother's Philippines, and that little Filipino-American community was really tight. There was a core of ladies that my mom, you know, every weekend, 
in the summer, I mean, we used to have picnics. I mean, so, you know, it was picnic, going swimming, you know, eating gas. Mahjong. Mahjong. Mahjong games. Uh, well, they still do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, my mom and them, they, I mean, that crew, and it's just eating. You know, it was every weekend. Seemed like every it was Sunday mm-hmm. after church. Uh, we would get together. And Collins Park and the was that the I East? They call that the East Reservation, East Res. Res yeah, on base. So, you know, that's how I grew up. You know, we was always having family uh, gatherings and friends, and you know, that's how my mother is, and uh, till today, uh, she she still has that. That's so, awesome. I can remember that one time. I, I, thought you were heading to LSU and we went on a trip to Florida and we went to the beach and you told me, Hey man, I'm gonna go run. I'm gonna go run to that hotel right there on the beach. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go with you. I think I got about hundred yards. I mean, I'm just a little kid. I can barely keep up with him. He, I said, I'll see you in a little while. <laughs> well, that was, that was high school actually. Okay. Yeah. That was our high school trip. Uh, and I got in trouble when I came back. <laughs> Come back from, because uh, that was the end of our tour day. And I told Coach, look, hey, my family, we got a family re- vacation going, book, you know, I'm going, you know, and that's the start of our tour days. And he, he didn't really like that. But, you know, when I came back, I I think he put me on second team for about a week or two, three days, and then, you know, back to first team. But it, I wasn't too worried about it. I enjoyed my sure. trip. Sure. Florida, which well, no, it's a, you know, family first, that's right. and 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 that's I think right. that's very very important. Yeah. Uh, talk to us a little bit about after LSU. So, okay, uh, where, where well, your career went afterwards? Well, after LSU, uh, you know, the four years, and then the two years that I got opportunity to start uh, in my position because <clears throat> when Wendell was there, I was a true freshman. I mean, a redshirt freshman in my sophomore year. And back then we had a rotation of basically three receivers. Uh, even though we might throw different line alignments that, you know, three to four receivers, I was, you know, our coach pretty much had a rotation of three. So that was always my goal just to get on the field. You know, each year was, uh, you know, going back at home, driving, you know, them four, four and a half hour trip, you know, just daydreaming about that, that time where, you know, how can I get on that field? But, you know, uh, working my way through the system and learning my position and everything. But after I got drafted to, uh, in 80, in 1990, you know, well, in 88 or 89, my senior year, I, I started, you know, getting noticed. I was, you know, that's when you, you, you see the draft board and, you know, you get all your rankings from all your top receivers and, you know, quarterbacks and everything and, and projections where you might get drafted and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, you get all these agents. That's when you feel like, hey, okay, I'm getting recruited again. And, but it's on a different level now. Now I can, okay, take your gifts or take your <laughs> yeah. trips and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, during that, that time, it was pretty fun. Uh, you know, it was one of the best times of my life. But, you know, going in, after getting drafted with Chicago in the fourth round, uh, and, uh, you know, being out there, being a professional, you know, got the status and, uh, you know, trying to be a pro, learn how to be a pro. Cause 
Uh, if you don't have a friend or anything, it's kind of difficult. You know, like I said, the weight room is the showroom. You know, it ain't on the field because you got to be strong because a lot of guys, they, they take it serious. And, and it's a job. You know, it's a mindset, really, because you got to flip your mind to being how now this is a job. It's a livelihood and, you know, it's a make it or break it type of situation. And uh, so you got to flip your mind and try to you got talent. You know, you got talent, but it's more than just your talent. You got to, you know, got to got to make it. But, you know, even well, being at Chicago and then being released from Chicago, Spent time on the practice squad at uh, half a year at practice squad in Minnesota, and that was that 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 team had a lot of Hall of Famers too. That's why they had a Herschel Walker, uh, Chris Dolman, uh, who else? Anthony Carter, Chris Carter. I was gonna say I was gonna say that uh, Chris some, Carter was there. Uh, yeah, they had some good quarter. Uh, our quarterbacks were Rich Gannon. Um, I'm thinking Wade Wilson too. I think Wade Wilson was there too. Uh, and then they got a couple other guys. Jordan, uh, Cameron Jordan's dad, he was a tight end at, up there at, at the time. And then uh, had an LSU guy. Uh, he was our defensive lineman, Thomas. Oh, God. I can't wait. I remember the Chicago. Uh, they had you returning punts. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, being a, as a recruit, that's basically I think if I had made it out there on that organization or on that team, that, that's where I was been my that's been my thing. I've been special teams, kick return, and sure. and punt return. Uh, you know, even the the offenses really wasn't my type of offense because they were a running team, and basically, you know, it was a you know, that type of football, you know, it was just one-on-one smash mouth, you know, getting your face and block. Uh, and, got, you know, I, like I said, I was only 5'7", five, 5'8", five, you know, 175 at that time. But, you know, I wasn't going to be able to do that all day long. You were born in the wrong decade because well, you would thrive in the offenses and the style probably now. Well, they do have it, yeah, right now with the, the – wide open at every offense pretty much but you know back in the day when I was come, uh, playing there was only certain teams to run and shoot was the biggest thing back then. Yeah, it was so yeah. run heavy in yeah. the league back then. Yeah oh yeah it was very run heavy. Yeah. And now you know in today's league running backs aren't getting paid what right. they used to you know and, and I think we're going to see you know I, I heard the star running backs had a meeting and you know they're 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 upset about not getting paid but the game is yeah the game has just changed so much yeah the game their their value has shrunken almost to the to the bottom of the position board almost they'd rather do a running back by committee correct have three or four excuse me running backs so it's yeah stay away from those uh running back by committees on your fantasy football teams (laughs) Yeah, that's one thing I've never gotten into. The really? Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. I think I, me and Anthony tried it a couple of years. You know, probably since it started, I've probably done it two, three times. I really don't get into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it, really. I mean, it's just – I mean, I do understand it, how they 
picking and choose, but I, you know, yeah, I, I rather watch it. And I do. I watch all sports. Uh, you know, every Sunday I, I like all football. Don't matter. But I am a Saints fan. So, so didn't move here to Louisiana until what eighty. 81. 80, 81. Yeah. Okay. Born in the Philippines, Air Force, Germany, all over. Mm-hmm. Pre Bozier City. Go to LSU, go to the league, and then go back on that worldwide. Oh, yeah. Uh, being able to play in the Canadian League and, uh, well, after uh, playing in the NFL, got tra- uh, played in uh, the World League. So I got a chance to play in Barcelona, lived in Barcelona. The Dragons. The Dragons. I remember. Right before uh, 92, the Olympics. We played in the same stadium where that Summer Olympics, the Dream Team and all that. We was just there, you know, that spring, and then the Olympics was that summer. But uh, how enjoyable. I mean, just to go out there and live in Spain for that time. I played in uh, Germany. Played in uh, London. Uh, the World League was pretty nice. I, I really enjoyed it. Felt like vacation. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But the camps were harder than the NFL camps. That's that's the crazy part. Making those sub leagues, or not, I ain't gonna say sub league, but just other other than the NFL was it was it's much harder cutthroat because you know everybody's trying to make that grind, and then you. To the NFL, it's, it ain't cutthroat, but it's almost like who you know. If that coach really like you, you know, and you get into that that groove, then you can be in that 53, you know. But in the other leagues, it's really, you know, 50 and, you know, you, gonna, you need all 50, you know. So, but once you make it and then just living out there and traveling, I mean – Man, I had so much frequent miles, <laughs> flying miles that it was crazy. I come back and was just flying all over the place after that, you know, saving them up. But, uh, you know, playing in Barcelona. But prior to that, my senior year in college, uh, I got invited to two all-star games. So I played in the East-West Shrine and uh, out there in California. And then I got invited to Japan Bowl. And the Japan Bowl, so I flow out, fly out there after January, and uh, man, it was just an all-star team. Now on that team, we had Coach Bobby Bowden was my coach. Nice over at Florida State, and then it had a whole host of guys. I mean, I have a picture of everything that that souvenir stuff, but can't remember now on the East West Shrine. Shannon Sharp was on my team. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, he was one of the uh, receivers out there on the for the East time, uh, East team. But uh, in, in Japan Bowl, we stayed out there a week. I think we only practiced – we didn't even practice the whole week. <laughs> all we did was a meeting and then everything else. Sightseeing. Sightseeing. Yeah. Oh, man, you're talking about fun. And then we went and played uh, – ended up winning uh, offensive player of the game just because I made a touchdown. Uh, it was a nice – it was a diving touchdown in the end zone, about 30-something yards. But uh, horizontal, the pitcher, I have a pitcher where I dove and caught it. So, But 
I left uh, Japan and flew straight into East West Shrine game out there in San Francisco. So uh, I was away from home for two weeks, but the trophy they gave me and I had to carry all after the game, after the game, literally we had to went back, got on the airplane. So I'm having a, <laughs> back then a VCR. They gave me a VCR. I mean, the big ones, cause that's when they just really started coming out and then a big old trophy. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I have all this stuff trying to get on this airplane and uh, try to get home, but some fun day. And Sounds then, like it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, about Tony Moss now, kind of, you know, uh, Tony Moss now, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, I, I've been a, I work for a, well, KCS is CPKC. Now I've been an engineer for the last, uh, I've been out there almost 19 years and then been an engineer half my, half that career. So right now I'm just enjoying, enjoying my family, uh, travel. I like playing golf now. Um, you know, I, I still try to stay active because I know. Uh, you know, that's the only way I keep this weight off, man. I, I still like to eat a lot, but I'm slowed down because of my knees. You know, there I'm starting to have a little knee problems, but you know, besides that, you know, I, I just try to stay as active as possible. See, watch my family, watch my grandkids, uh, you know, and then help out as much as I can. So I, I, you know, right now, you know, I'm just trying to taking it easy. You know, I still go see at my LSU. Matter of fact, we got an alumni uh, uh, event coming up on the 19th of this month. They have an open practice for Yeah, us. I saw that. Brian Kelly announced yeah. open practice, yeah, open for all practice. former players. So, yeah. where me and the wife were going to go down there, you know. And you were just down there, too. I think we I think we were texting back and forth. I might have been at that game. We couldn't sync up our schedules. But you were down there a couple of years ago. Was that the anniversary to the – SEC championship or well, we we do had a, it might have been. Yeah. I, I try to go to all our uh, formal events. Uh, you know when we have uh, you know because we when I was at LSU we won two SEC championship eighty six and eighty eight, and then uh, I think that might have been the 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 earthquake game. Oh yeah, we did an anniversary for the earthquake game, a twenty fifth anniversary for that. So. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I always look at that one right there because the video starts with you going oh, in motion. The funny thing is, on that we ran the, th- the play three times. That was, that 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 play we ran three times, three different ways. Same same guys did this down the field. I did a corner route. You know, we do a hitch, a combination route on the outside, and Eddie basically just works his way up down the middle of the field and. Uh, we ran it three different ways. I think that last time he come out of the backfield, you know, the first one he caught, and I think his foot was out of bounds. And then I think one over – I think the first one he threw over me over in the end zone, and then Eddie missed – caught it and foot out of bounds, and then he finally catch it. So, yeah, that was some good old days there. It was, it was exhausting because – I remember the game. It was, it was a long game. That that Auburn off defense was uh, they were good that year, and uh, you know it was pretty tough to score. But that that eighty eight year, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Now the earthquake game stands out because, of course, it mm-hmm. hit the uh, 
you know, earthquake and all registered across uh, campus and everything like that. But can't use the earthquake game. What, what would be your most memorable game? Uh, that 88 year probably would be the Ole Miss game. That's pretty much where I feel like that's where Tony Moss came out. That was uh, probably my best game as LSU so far that my career. I think I had over six catches and over 130-something, couple touchdowns. But, uh, you know, I felt the game had slowed down. That, that, that was the breakout game. Yeah, my breakout game. And then after that, you know, I averaged almost six, seven catches and over 100. I think I probably went over 100, 100 yards that you know, nine nine games straight. Of, yeah. You know, and then the Alabama game that later on that year uh, to kind of help us clinch uh, at least a try, uh, tie for the SEC. We played in Tuscaloosa that year, and uh, the funny thing is that Thursday before we travel, we were doing our two minute drill, and uh, going down. I think the last play down in the end zone, I twist my ankle. Hmm. Oh, it was it was pretty bad. And I didn't even think I was gonna make that trip. And then uh so that night, that Friday night, the flight to Alabama, I stayed in training room. And when we went to Alabama, we landed in Birmingham. Our hotel was in there, Birmingham. The team went to to Tuscaloosa to do our walkthrough. I stayed at the hotel. Icing. I mean I was icing the whole time. Game day show up, go to Alabama, get my stuff taped up, do my walkthrough and see if I was going to be able to play. You know, I my walkthrough, well, tape was fine and game was history. I had a heck of a game. I think I did a uh, 130-something yards, six catches, touchdown. And one of the, on the winning drive made that big run, it, run catch and run on that winning drive for us to kick the field goal uh, against them. So, you know, that's a big memorable game right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Definitely. I still had that. That's the poster I gave you. Then you you still had, remember that poster? I, that yeah. one doesn't. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. Now the the Alabama game that I remember might have been. So that was your senior year. But that's my junior year. Senior year, we played at home. That's the game that I was there. Mm -hmm. That's the one game your parents took me to. And it happened to be at halftime, they were recording Everybody's All-American. Oh, yeah. And I remember being there at that game because, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I was in a movie. Yeah, you know, they right. told us to yell and chant and cheer, and they brought out, like, all the old-school cheerleaders, and they brought out the movie set and the movie production, the cameras and everything. Right, I and I remember being there. there. But, unfortunately, I think uh, I think we, uh, we lost that oh, game. Yeah, yeah. We had a my senior year. That's the year in '89. The downfall LSU. That little period of time, um, not because going into my senior year, we were ranked number five in the nation. We we had a lot of returnees, but we were senior base, and then our senior guys that we started getting hurt. Because that year, my senior year. I, Against Tennessee, well, we come out, we lost to uh, to AM, I think, 10, 13 to 10. I mean, all they did was just blitz us, blitz us, and 
the, the funny thing about that game, me and Tommy was not sync. He was getting hit so much, but man, I was wide open after I one on ones off the line scrimmage, and we would just hit one. Mm. They would have got they would have backed off us, but we kept on getting missed. He was just getting blitzed so much, and then. The Florida State game after that was just a shootout. We was back and forth, and I think we lost. I mean, all the games that we lost early were real tight, but we started getting hurt. And then the Tennessee game, I break my toe on my left foot in the middle of the game. So, you know, come out, I had to change my shoes, get taped up, end up coming back. I scored, but that was a shootout. I mean, I think we lost by one or two. High 30 game. Ohio State. You, you played at Ohio oh, State Ohio as well. Ohio State was in 88 uh, up in uh, Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had uh, all my family members. I had probably 40, 30, 40 people from Indianapolis area. My oldest sister lives Oh, yeah, up Donna's up there. Right, yeah, sure. My, yeah. my I remember seeing that all. It might have been on – I remember seeing it on TV. Oh, yeah, it was a CBS yeah, that was game. CBS, ABC. Mm-hmm. One of the, I had a – Actually, we had a good game against that one, too. Um, offensively, man, we were scoring up and down. We lost in the – we was up – the funny part about that game, we we should have never have lost that game. We was up, I think, 13 with about four minutes left of the game. And we got the ball back with, like, less than a minute we held the ball. We couldn't even run it out. We had to turn it over, and that last drive they made a – Made a couple of good plays and ended up scoring on my roommate, which he he still claims today. If they replay, he dropped that ball, and I said, "We don't have a replay." But yeah, he's you know he's still heartbreak on that. But as a offense and being a two receiver, me and Alvin Lee, we both had over a hundred games. I think Tommy threw for over three hundred. Uh, I scored. Uh, you know, I had family member. It was, it was a pretty good guy. You know, we lost, but what, I think that was our first loss on the road. I think uh, we had a pretty good record on the road. I think we had like 15, 16 game streak of winning mm-hmm. on the road at LSU at that time. And then that was our first loss on the road uh, uh, at that time. But uh, 88 year was kind of an up and down. We were good. We knew we were good, and we can play with anybody. I mean, the games that we lost, you know, it was kind of a little heartbreaking. But, I mean, even still, we got a chance to win the SEC. It was really big. But the 87 game year was the one with uh, Wendell. We went 10-1-1. We finished uh-huh. three, third in the nation. And, and that game, we ended up playing uh, Florida – I mean, Ohio State at home, and we ended up tied, which we should have won that game. Tommy threw an interception in the goal line, you know, with about three or four minutes in the game. We were trying to throw it in and try to throw out route to one down. He ended up throwing it a little behind him. But, you know, that was that 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 game against Ohio State, we should, we should have beat that. What was the, which stadium was the toughest one to play in? Uh, I, I, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, played in Georgia. Uh, that was pretty loud. The Alabama Stadium, Tuscaloosa. I can still remember playing at the old Legion Field. That's where Alabama used to play before they went to Tuscaloosa. They used to play in Birmingham at Legion Field. 
And uh, that was in 86. We ended up playing them on ESPN. That was a pretty good game. I would say, tell you the truth, Tulane. When we played Tulane in New Orleans, oh, man, you talking about right? I was there for that one. You I was there for one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, I think we happened to be uh, visiting my dad's side of the family. And you he got us tickets, and we went. In 88? I think. 87, 88. I mean, it was, it was pure – it was a shootout. I mean, they were – they had a high power offense that year and, and we had to go at it. And I think it was probably 40, 40 something to 40 something. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was tight and it was loud, very loud. Mm-hmm. We had some fun that game. But, uh, Auburn was pretty good to Florida. Florida, I, I say Florida because the, the, the stadium, the seating, they're right behind us, their student section. <laughs> and then it's a hundred degrees, and I mean you're burning up. So I, I would say Florida. Shane, I'm gonna need you to edit that out for my brother-in-law George. You know, he's from Gainesville, <laughs> yeah, went to UF, so we're gonna have to cut that part out right the there. Only thing, <laughs> only why? Hey, they play in the middle of the day. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the two thirty game every yeah. every time. And, and then back then they had turf, so I mean I can remember 120. They put the monitor thing right beside. Them. 112 on the field or 120. I mean, it was literally hot. Guys were laying out on IVs on at halftime. <laughs> I can remember. What's the stadium that just installed the black turf? Did y'all see that? I did see that. I don't know who that was, but. Uh, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, it's up north, black but turf. still. Okay. I'm up, up there, down south. <laughs> it ain't going to last too long. It's too hot. Too hot for that. But. Uh, yeah, playing football got, got got me an opportunity to travel the world. Uh, you know, I've uh, you know I can't say I played from East Coast to West Coast. Uh, you know, you know, over in Japan to like I said to to over in Europe. Uh, but you know, I come back home. You know, little Boulder City, Shreveport area. You know, I enjoy it. Um, you know, feel comfortable. Um, you know, me and my wife, we uh empty nesters now. So yep. we enjoy trying to catch, uh, you know, the high school, the colleges, and then NFLs. So. I thought you were going to bring up when you played for the Shreveport Pirates. Well, even the know? Pirates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that, uh, playing with the Pirates. Uh, opportunity to go up in Canada, uh, you know, beautiful country, you know. It's different little football playing Canadian ball, but sure. I mean it's still football. You know, you just got that extra man out there. Shane, you might recall, uh, Big Sis was a cheerleader. Yep. for oh, that team. Yep. you remember? I got you. Rachel was cheering on the sides and everything like that. We used to go. Uh, I think my dad had bought one of those uh, horns, oh, and uh, we were one of the guys <laughs> up there, you know, blaring the horns and everything like different. that for some of those games. I, times. It was fun. I enjoyed it. That's one reason. That actually, the reason why I moved back. I think I was living. Man, me and my ex-wife were living in Tennessee. Yeah, and that's and ever since I come back playing with the playing for the uh, Pirates, that's been back here ever since. Hey, ninety-five. So, wow. Yeah, me and Anthony, we've been back here ever since. That's one of my graduated ninety-five. Yeah. Ninety-five. Yeah. It's a long time ago, man. Very. <laughs> long time ago. ago but uh yeah that made me move back i've been back ever since you know working so 
different jobs, but like I said, been with KCS uh, last 20 years and uh, hopefully do another, you know, couple more to retire. Now you've, um, when you go down there to visit for anniversaries and stuff like that, how cool are those facilities down there that they have now at LSU? Nice. Very nice. The funny part is when you get recruited, when I got recruited at LSU, all that was a model. <laughs> A future model. <laughs> this is what you're gonna be. This is what we want. This is what we're gonna try to get for you. Just this, this, this. Hey, I get there. We got, which was cool. I mean, the first couple of years till they uh, had to renovate our our dorm, we had to live in the stadium. Oh, wow. I lived in a stadium in that north end zone. We lived there for a year. Wow. The, I recall. I think the eighty-six year. Okay. 86 I remember being with you one time, and you were able to get me. Maybe we were going to your room, but you took me. And I want to say it was either Gary James or Dalton Hilliard. They were getting taped up, or they were getting worked on somewhere, and we just kind of did a walkthrough. And you're like, "It's my god brother, CB," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. And I mean, but would that have been like under the stadium, kind of off to the yeah, side? Yeah, that's back then, where in the north end zone, where we all our locker room. Now everything's separate. You know, it's over in their own operation. But when we was at LSU, everything was right under the end, end zone where all the guys walked in and, you know, we had uh, our locker room, weight room, training room, everything was in there. Now, a whole separate, different world, <laughs> which is really nice. And our, our practice feels still the same. You know, we still call it the Ponderosa and all that. Yeah, outdoor, that indoor facility is really nice. Uh, I wish we had that when we were there, them hot summer days. And I remember one summer, we couldn't even practice. It rained so much. We went, we would drive to New Orleans because they had the only turf field. Wow. So we would have to drive to New Orleans Saints, do our workout. We, we even practiced out there in the front of the, the university in the parade. Parade grounds? Parade grounds <laughs> one summer. It, it rained so much. That was the only dry spot. Uh-oh. Yeah, times are a little different oh, yeah. down there now. Both definitely. They've got it got it made with all the facilities and everything. Mm-hmm. I tell you one thing I think is pretty cool. So we've got the number six jersey mm-hmm. up here, but you know, I think maybe that's the Bozier City jersey, right? So Brandon Harris donned it when he was there from yeah. Parkway and uh Terrace, Terrace yeah. uh Marshall Jr. Yeah. and uh you know, I had so an opportunity I, to talk to each one of them fellas. Each one of them, I told them, you know, hey, you got to represent both cities. That's right. They all did. I, I'm very proud of them. You know, Brandon's doing well being the head recruiter over in Texas. Texas. And Terrence still playing ball up there. Yeah, we'll be yeah, seeing a lot yeah. more, hearing a lot more about old B. Harris in the upcoming years when they move over to SEC country. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm going to uh, – in the past, had a good relationship with Brandon. I'm gonna try to get him on the show as well, and okay. you know, talk about what he's what he's doing over there in Texas. And then uh, saw Terrace a few uh, weeks back. They had the three one eight three one eight camp. Yeah, and I took my son, who's gonna be a freshman, and awesome. uh, he's gonna be a freshman at Parkway. Parkway. Awesome, yeah. awesome. That's great. Uh, but uh, so uh, it's it's pretty cool to get to hear from the original number six from Bozier City, and I really appreciate you taking the time to come visit with us on the sidewalk today and, no and tell us a little bit about uh, the uh, the history of LSU football and when you were there. Well, and uh, I, you know, like I said, it I, you know going to LSU has been a, a you know not 
not a dream because I really didn't know, you know, not being from Louisiana, how big it is. But I mean, once you go there, it's, it's a big deal. And being part of the LSU family since I've been there and, and moved on is, has been great. You know, I still, still get recognition. You know, I still get people sending me that card in the mail, uh, from across the country. I, you know, it, my, it, it, it downfinds my wife that, man, where do these folks get your, your address? Who are these folks are? You know, internet's a crazy yeah, thing, man. Yeah. So I just sign them and, you know, be glad to send it on, you know. Uh, I remember walking out. into old school. Let's go teddy bears. Mm-hmm. All right. Shout out Keith Cafe USA, but original <laughs> oh, OG. Yeah. That was teddy bears. They had a little room off to the side oh, and you had that there. And then I used to, you know, big soccer guy growing up. I'd go to Longview to play indoor soccer. Okay. Butcher shop. Oh, okay. There was a place over there called the butcher shop that we'd go there, hamburgers, they right. had all kind of stuff. And they had a, Picture of you up on the top and everything like that, all the way in uh, Longview, Texas. Right. And uh, I would always tell them, "That's my kinfolk right there." <laughs> yeah, right now over at Walk Ons. Did you ever go to Walk Ons in Bolger? I'm on that wall there, uh, and I told they told me out in uh, Lafayette. There's a couple other Walk Ons that you know they have my. That That's pretty cool. In there. But, I can't let my my god brother one up me. If you walk into Brookshire's back there in the milk section, <laughs> South Bolger, Brookshire, you look up. The worst of first, 1994-95 team is up there in the top oh, right there. Yeah. If you look up, well, we're, we're up there. The entire team, worst of first. That was a fun. That was a fun year to watch you guys, man. It was. Going from from 0 and 10 to uh, everything was good until we ran into uh, Opelousas. Opelousas. Some big Benny Gilbo. Boys. Speaking of Notre Dame, you know, Benny Gilbo. Okay. Oh yeah, that was back in the day. Well, look, CB. Unless you got another final question. Uh, no, I, I just want to thank. Uh, Thank Tony for coming in short notice. No problem, no problem. Sharing some stories, you know, getting ready for uh for football season oh, and everything like that. And yeah. it's always great to bring somebody local in that can uh tell us some old school stories. Yeah, we're down to less than thirty days. Yes. <laughs> it's it's about that time. I've got tickets to the stadium club for the Auburn game. Auburn which game. last year was my first year to sit in the in the West Stadium Club and I'm pretty sure I'm spoiled now. I don't think I'll need to sit in. You know, I used to tailgate out in the heat, you know, and out there. Uh-huh. I walked right in there, started eating ice cream, started eating, and I'm like I, I'm pretty sure I got to do this from now on. I had those tickets one time as well and there's nothing like being in that area. Oh yeah, it's know? all nice. Yeah. So well, you got a prediction for uh for the upcoming? There's a lot of expectations. Oh, there's a lot of expectation. I, you know, I they all kids though. Sure. And I, you know, I, and it's part of the game being pressure is that and being at that level is the pressure of the game, but it's still a game. You know, each game, even when I, when I played it and people always ask me, how you played in front of all them people and then the cameras, I, I don't know. I, I just played the game. They told me the ball. I'm catching the ball, you know, and all that noise and it just fades away. Uh, until you catch it, and then okay, here go the round, and I'm I'm heading back to the state, uh, back to the huddle. But you know, my I, I think I think they're gonna do very well. I mean, I think they got enough veterans now that the coaches there for the second year. They get they got the system going now, and they understand that right now is just. You know, the younger guys just, hey, just jump in and, and just keep it going. And that's one thing when I was at LSU, 
them first three years before my senior year is like we never missed a beat. The guys that come in second team, third team, we never missed a beat. We just trying to keep up with that first team and not, you know, and just just keep the the momentum going. And uh I think that's what's gonna happen. I think, you know, we got a quarterback that's, you know, as long as he stay healthy. I mean, I like our backup too, but it's it's two different types. We sure. got a mobile one here, and then we got a gunslinger. We got great receivers. The young, they're everybody's talented, you know. Sure. I mean, if you go down there, it doesn't matter. You know, you you already been recruited three star, four star. You know, I really don't get into all that, but you know, they're talented enough to get on that field. You know, just let their talent flow. You know, I. I feel they're going to do it at least a 10, 12 game. I mean, a 10, 11 game. Well, I think I saw, what do we call it? It's, it's not a tweet anymore. Is it an X? Man, I'm still we, not sure what to call it. I still call it Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Well, a I saw tweet. a, I saw a tweet uh, that someone shared. It was Colin Coward and he had LSU and Michigan in the championship. Again, I don't know if it was fake news, real news, fake tweet, <laughs> real X or what, but. Not Man, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm the one game at a time guy. Yeah. I want to see us go Florida down State. there. We owe them. Went, well, yeah. yeah. Florida State is a big one. I went there last year. Uh, thought we had it, but, you know, they look good and we should have had it. I could tell, you know, that first game that we, we were going to be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, first game we, we made a lot of mental mistakes. It wasn't physical mistakes, mental mistakes. And then, you know, you could clean up mental mistakes. You know, you can see the talent. So, and then uh, you know, capping it off, beating Alabama at home. That's uh, that's the game I was in the West Stadium Club for, and I tell you, was, it was yeah, we was, it was in a good the, night uh, North End Zone. Yeah, that was that was wild. Must be nice. I need to do what these guys do. I, don't, I got to I hang not out. Make a game last year because of Aubrey's uh, soccer schedule. I got to hang out with uh, Herb Street and uh, Fowler for a little bit after that game. It was it was pretty oh, cool night. Yeah. Okay. Royalty. That's awesome. Pretty cool night. Yeah. Well, look, CB, thank you so much for filling in for Keith while he is being a uh, Swifty at the uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift in Los Angeles. He'll be back. He'll be back for next week's show. Hope you'll join us again sometime on the show. And and again, thank you, Tony, for no, taking no time out of your day to to meet with us. Uh, it's always a an honor to get to listen and hear stories like that, especially when it's somebody from Bozier City. I'm I'm a big Bozier City guy, man. Yeah, so I. Uh, uh, excited to have you both here. Appreciate y'all being here. CB, you want to close us out? Man, I appreciate everybody. Uh, like, subscribe, listen to the podcast. Hopefully we just change it up a little bit for you, make it a little bit lighter with the upcoming football season, and uh, go Tigers. Yes, sir. Go, go Tigers. Tigers. Thank y'all for joining us on the sidewalk. We'll see y'all next week.